0: Preface of The Aeroplane in War. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Aeroplane in War by Claude Graham White and Harry Harper. Preface although it is still a crude machine in view of the perfected apparatus which is the aim of thoughtful designers the aeroplane has demonstrated in a conclusive way its value as an instrument of war in peace manoeuvres in france and germany and under actual war conditions in tripoli scouting machines have proved their ability to pierce most effectually what is known as the fog of war air scouts have indeed revealed the dispositions of an enemy so precisely as to make it necessary to alter at a moment's notice an entire plan of campaign ceasing to be fair-weather craft powerful modern type aeroplanes can combat high and gusty winds and are already capable of being used for reconnoitring flights on at least eighty per cent of the days of the year no longer unreliable they have become practical weapons a squadron of war aeroplanes carrying pilots and observers can as has been shown again and again lay bare the disposition of a widespread battle-front in one hour they can perform the reconnoitring work which has hitherto been carried out in a day and in a necessarily hit or miss fashion by cavalry and other scouts the use of well-trained corps of military airmen will revolutionize the tactics of war no longer will two commanders-in-chief grope in the dark they will sit so to speak on either side of a chessboard which will represent the battlefield each will watch the other's moves nothing will be concealed from a blundering scrambling moving about of masses of men modern warfare will become through the advent of the aeroplane an intellectual process the commander-in-chief who has no proper air corps in the next great war will be in a hopeless position he will have lost a battle practically before it begins whereas his opponent will know exactly what he is doing he will be able to obtain nothing but vague and confusing tidings as to the movements of the enemy imagine two armed men approaching each other one being blindfolded the commander-in-chief without aeroplanes will be like a blindfolded man one nation stands head and shoulders above all others in the matter of her aerial equipment and experience that nation is france so far ahead is she that it will be a long time before other countries will be able to come up with her but germany is now making desperate efforts to do so until recently it must be said england lagged inactively not only behind france and germany in the organizing of an air corps but even behind such countries as austria italy and spain now however there are promises of a change for this mainly we must thank the energy and enthusiasm of colonel seeley parliamentary under secretary of state for war when these lines are being read british aeroplane manufacturers will be preparing for an important military trial of aeroplanes which is to be held in england during the summer the war office has begun to buy aeroplanes although on a small scale we now have a royal flying corps a body of skilled airmen is being trained but money is spent very sparingly our equipment compared with that of france is still a negligible quantity in machines and men and above all in training we are very far behind only by persistent and intelligently directed work by the spending of more money by the practical encouragement of manufacturers and by the appointing of executive officers who are experts in their field of work can we hope even to approach the organization of the air corps of france but a beginning has certainly been made by the end of the forthcoming flying season we should have in england a small but well equipped air service and the work of this corps will be its own advertisement once the potentialities of the war aeroplane are realized adequately a stinting policy will be impossible it is our aim in this book to show what the war aeroplane has done and can do at present its work has been confined to scouting but it has other and grimmer possibilities it can and without doubt will be used as an engine of destruction not by means of the bomb dropping attacks of a few aeroplanes but by the organized onslaught of large squadrons of weight lifting machines which will be able to rain down tons of missiles over any given spot and there is another possibility also machines are carrying heavier loads every day soon the practicability of aeroplanes to transport troops particularly in regard to hurrying up reinforcements in an emergency will be demonstrated when two opposing armies both have large fleets of war aeroplanes and these machines take the air in squadrons prior to a battle what will happen when they come in contact with each other the question is one which the greatest military experts are discussing obviously there will be an aerial battle each aeroplane corps seeking to cripple the other each commander-in-chief will in fact desire above all else to obtain supremacy of the air if he can do so it will have the effect of seriously handicapping his opponent thus probably waged with light guns firing explosive shells the next great war will begin not on earth but several thousand feet in the air claude graham white harry harper london nineteen twelve end of preface